everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing the third movie in Hallmark's Fall Harvest series, which is called Taking the Reins. I want to call it Taking the Reins of Love every single time I (laughs) say or write the title of this movie. We are recording this. It is September 29th. This episode will come out on September 30th. We are barely in the season of fall. We are halfway through the fall harvest lineup, but Hallmark has finally graced us with their mm, hints of their countdown to Christmas lineup, and we are recording a very special Girls Gone Hallmark preview episode of the countdown to Christmas season and that episode will be available tomorrow friday october 1st so make sure you come back for a special bonus episode this week and give that a listen all right wendy do you have a synopsis of taking the reins not of love (laughs) yes i do and it's a tiny one via Mm. the hallmark app Taking the reins, a writer discovers what ended her marriage and why she stopped riding horses do you have a dog that really wants to be in the closet with you? Did right you now? hear? Did you hear? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Okay. She's outside the door. <laughs> All right. Let's hop into some news and notes about taking the reins. All right. You go first. This movie was filmed in Connecticut. We are out of Canada briefly. And it was filmed mostly on location at Meadowbrook Farm, which is in Marlboro, Connecticut, which is the majority of the movie was filmed in Hartford County, Connecticut. And Hartford always makes you think of Gilmore Girls. About totally. Although nothing in this movie felt like Gilmore Girls at all to me. But Connecticut... I'm having trouble remembering. Did you actually go to Connecticut this year or was that a trip spoiled? I went to Connecticut and we stayed overnight in Hartford and Uh we went to a Hartford Yard Goats minor league baseball game that was rained out after two innings, but they didn't actually call it a rain out for like an hour and a half. So we sat there in the thunderstorm, which I actually quite enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And minor league baseball games... Like, they were really going for the small town feel. They had their announcer going through the concourse and playing games and interviewing people. It was honestly delightful. So we didn't spend much time there. It was about 110 degrees with there when we were there. So we, like, pulled into town. This was, like, day 12 of a 14-day road trip. I was very much done. Spent the afternoon in our hotel room and then only emerged for the game. So I don't have much to say about Connecticut, but the Dunkin' Donuts Stadium was delightful. So this movie was filmed in July. Weren't you there in Connecticut in July? We flew home from our trip July 1st. So it would have been end of June. But yeah, we just missed them. Oh, interesting. Well, because I had saw on um, Nikki DeLoach's Instagram. I know her last name is a real tongue twister for me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I saw on her Instagram, she was like, had a personal umbrella holder guy shading her because it was so freaking hot. That's so funny because I saw that too and did not even make the connection that we were in that area at that time until you started asking me those questions. But I can vouch for the fact that it was very hot in Connecticut this summer. I Connecticut's one of those places I really want to visit. I just, yeah. It just seems lovely to me. I don't know. Yeah, I have 
grand visions of Connecticut, I will tell you that the places we went were not amazing. Mm. But what was amazing is we were driving kind of along a highway. And at one point we passed, we had passed like five Dunkin' Donuts and not a single grocery store. So they love their Dunkin' in Connecticut. Well, I love Dunkin', so I think I would just fit right in. Yeah. I did read that this movie was previously titled... Love at the Staple Chase. Nope. Love at the Staple Chase. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't even. Oh my God. My brain, I swear to God, like changes the words. Okay, say it for me, Megan. (laughs) This movie was originally titled Love at Staple Chase. Oh my Um, gosh. And thank God they changed it. Otherwise, I would have never been able to say it. So I did some Googling and, you know, steeplechase is a horse race, but I was trying to understand and I did not come to a great understanding. I think it refers to a type of horse race, although it sounds like it refers to a place. Uh Uh-huh. So perhaps it's both. But then there's also an Olympic event called steeplechase that is like a track and field event or some sort of okay I got very confused yeah you Um, deep dive huh yeah but then I don't you know the horse activity that was happening in this movie I don't think was a steeplechase like steeplechase is a race like multiple horses racing as opposed to like one horse doing the course at a time anyway I think it's best that they changed the name yeah maybe the story originally was about a horse race horse racing Mm -hmm. but then like scouting locations they were like well we can't really make that happen so maybe we change it up i don't know we don't actually have the horse racing talent that we need they're unavailable right now as you mentioned this was filmed in july but it was digitally recolored to give it a fall feel i have thoughts on that and we'll touch on that a little bit later so i have oh i have a question i'm sorry still in news and notes go Ashley, who is the bakery owner and the friend and who dates Luke briefly, her the actress who plays her, her name is Alana Becker. She looked so familiar to me. Agree. Me too. But I looked at her IMDb and I've never seen a single thing she's been in. Yeah, she had a very familiar face. Do you remember anything offhand? What? No, I don't because every single show I had never seen before. So it is still kind of scratching at my brain because every time I looked at her I thought it was just waiting for me to remember what I had seen her in and could not place her at all maybe she just looks like someone else perhaps I don't know perhaps I don't know but I this does have a good cast I mean Nikki DeLoach is a prolific Hallmark actress we get Scott Porter who we've mentioned several times Friday Night Lights Ginny and Georgia we'll talk about him in a minute Corbin Burnson yeah didn't he used to be on LA Law Okay, if you want to go on an adventure, you mm-hmm. need to scroll through his IMDb because dude has worked. I mean, it is pages and pages and pages of credits. So perhaps he was on LA Law. He's been in so many things. It, it, it was I enjoyed seeing him. And then Janine Turner. I was trying to decide what I know her best from. I mean, she was in Northern Exposure, and I think yeah. that's what her face is most familiar to me from. Mm-hmm. But she was also in Friday Night Lights. She um, was? Yeah. As who? She was in 12 episodes, so I don't... She played someone's mother, I'm sure. And then she was in Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias, too? I don't remember her in that. So, 
Yeah, I think Northern Exposure is her. Yeah, I mean, she's got, like, such a familiar face. Like, I knew her name, but I didn't know she was in either of those. Steel Magnolias or Friday Night Lights. And I recently just rewatched Friday Night Lights within the last, like, three years. So, hmm, I can't remember. I have a feeling she was, like, married to the booster guy who was, like, a real creep. Oh, I do know who you're talking about. I don't, I don't, I don't remember at all. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. Some, what was somebody's your first screaming Im- at us. Sorry, totally. Totally. What was your first impression of this movie? Well, since I know zero about horses mm-hmm. and I don't really care about okay. like horse racing or uh-huh. horse jumping or anything like that, <laughs> yes. I was kind of worried, but I really liked this movie. Oh, really liked it. Interesting. Uh, fun fact about me, I used to go to horseback riding camp in the summer, sleepaway camp, and I went either for two or three summers. So I was I was a horse girl as a child, and I don't know anything about horse racing, but I, I enjoy horses. I enjoy the idea of horses. So I was looking forward to this movie. I would say I was pleasantly surprised by the fall feeling that this movie had, even though I I have some thoughts about how they could have leaned in harder into the fall, but I didn't expect it to feel like fall at all, and it it did to me. Hmm. Hmm. Not so much. Mm, No. Okay, what did you like about this movie? I just want to note here real quick. I watched this movie twice. Wow. Because the first time I watched it, I was preoccupied by Mm -hmm. something else. So I only really paid attention to it like 40%. And I I was like, you know, I have to go back and watch it because I can't come on a podcast and talk about it if I haven't watched (laughs) it. No idea what happened. Uh So I gave it another another run. And that's why I really ended up liking it. Like I paid way more attention to it. So Mm -hmm. with that said, I liked several things. First and foremost, I loved Sam's sister. Yes. I don't know what her character name was. Oh, her name is Alexandra. That's right. I loved her. I thought she was super funny. I loved them together, Sam and her, the scenes with Sam and her sister together, because like Sam would have like great faces in reaction to whatever, like Alexandria was saying, you know, just they were funny. They were good together. I want the sister to have her own movie. Yes, 100%. Agree. Like, I want to continue this story with the sisters. Because yeah. she meets that guy at the end and, like, you know, whatever. So, what? I, I love the sister. I agree. I agree. I liked the two of them together. I liked this cast as a whole. I thought they had mm-hmm. great chemistry together. The parents, the sister, the daughter, Scott, even the kind of ranch hand whose name I am forgetting at the Matthew. moment. Yes. Yeah. I just thought this entire cast had great chemistry. And, you know, often you see like cast photos posted on Instagram. And I saw several of those and I was like, oh, I, I believe it. I think these people actually liked each other. And Nikki Deloach posted some behind the scenes shots like of Scott Porter. And I my feeling was watching this that they had a good time, that they enjoyed each other. And that's yeah. fun to watch. It comes through. It's, it totally. So tell me more about what you liked. Because I, I have I a loved, whole bunch. I loved Sam's quilted jacket. I was I like, didn't oh, even notice. Oh, oh she wore I it did several times. I was like, do I want an equestrian aesthetic? 
I don't. But I, I was really like, loved her fall quilted jacket. I thought it was so cute. Like navy blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. I did see her in that a couple times. That's so funny. Do I want a fall or equestrian look? <laughs> Get you some riding boots, Megan. Yeah, you can pull right? it off. Totally. I totally think so. Totally, totally think so. I have some fry boots in my closet. They just don't fit over my calves anymore. Oh, <laughs> That's all right. Bodies change. Sell those babies. I know. I should. Totally. I thought... The tension between Sam and her dad was very believable. Yeah. I I thought that was just some good acting. Yeah, I I agree. Thought they were good. And then that tells you, you know, Corbin Burnson is a seasoned actor, right? And I just, yeah, they were great together. Great, great, great together. I felt like that tension and like the disappointment. And I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was like uncomfortable feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. What else? I loved, loved, loved Scott Porter. Me too. I wrote, I would love to see him become a Hallmark mainstay. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would like to too, but this, here's what it is for me. I I know I always say that like Hallmark's not a real a real movie because he's like a real actor. You know what I? Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. I'm not trying to discount. I just feel like maybe the Hallmark thing is just a paycheck for some of these actors who actually have, like, other regular work, maybe. Yeah, it's funny because when you look at the IMDb resumes of some of these actors, especially the ones who are newer to Hallmark, sometimes they've been, like... You know, they've been in one or two episodes of a show and they have deep resumes, but they don't have like long time notable roles necessarily. Scott Porter, you look at his IMDb. Look, he was on five seasons of Friday Night Lights. He was on four seasons of Heart of Dixie. He was on all 10 episodes of Ginny and Georgia. He was in The Good Wife. I mean, he's been he is a seasoned, established actor. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether you look at like, oh, Heart of Dixie and Ginny and Georgia as like young adult shows it yeah. doesn't matter he is working he is a working actor so i hear what you are saying that said if we're going to be watching a lot of hallmark movies i want to see actors that i enjoy in them so and totally they, fair it, they film these in like two weeks so if he's in between jobs like hop in and film a hallmark movie and hop back out yeah so i'm wondering because he was in Ginny and Georgia. Maybe Ginny and Georgia is just on pause because of COVID. Like they haven't resumed a second season or whatever. Yeah, or haven't written it or haven't yeah. edited it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to just, you know, jam over to Connecticut for two weeks and pop out this Hallmark movie and, yes. you know, be back. Anyway, I loved him. He is a good, natural actor. I find him super likable. I find him quite sexy. And, yeah, I loved, loved him. Did you like anything else? Yes, I did. Mm, Keep going. I loved the hot chemistry between Sam and Luke. Are you so happy? (laughs) I mean, I wrote down best kissing scenes I've seen from a Hallmark movie. Wow. That's high praise. O-T-T hot off the charts. Yeah, I agree. Didn't you think so? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what it was, but I was like, whoa, that kiss feels very sexy. And it didn't happen at the end. It was like mid movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Even my husband was watching it with me. and He's like, whoa, that's a kiss. So yeah, they had some hot chemistry and I am here for it. One last thing that I really liked. Oh, two more things I really liked. I Really appreciated how they got into the backstory of why their marriage ended. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just like this, like, kooky premise of, I don't want to work with my ex. There was like, it was so much deeper than that. And I will never forget, whoever wrote this movie I really liked, because Scott Porter says in it, um, he says, we grew apart faster than we grew up. And that just, like, really solidified, like, oh, they were young, they were in love, they got married, it fell apart, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it it just totally made sense to me. I just loved it. And finally, I cried at the end when Sam and her dad talked. It was very emotional. Oh, yeah. You know, they just finally got to a place of understanding each other. I just thought it was so... Yeah, I thought that was very sweet, too. Those scenes always... They always get me. Yeah. What did you wish for in this movie? Not much. My only note is more fall. Mm-hmm. This and is I not re- a fall movie. No, and I wrote the movie. same thing. And I think it would have been so easy in a movie like this to add in a fall fest, to add an apple pie baking competition with the family, to add in something other than this fake fall color and what... I believe to be a green screen when they're sitting in the woods. When yes. the when the scene is pulled back, I think that's them. But then when they, you know, they're up close and it's like the orange leaves behind them, that felt very fake. I think this movie takes place. It's ripe for fall. Like you are on this horse farm. How easy would it be to make this horse competition have a fall theme? And you've got right. candy apples and you've got all these whatever else like an apple pie booth i just think it's so easy to infuse (laughs) things that feel like fall into these movies if you're going to put them in a fall harvest lineup well see that's brings me back to it was filmed in july was this supposed to be part of something else was it going to be a standalone was it going to be part of the summer nights like July, August, September. I don't I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think that's you know, we know that they film these pretty close to their release date. Um I don't I it doesn't feel like it was supposed to be summer at all. It doesn't feel like a summer movie. I could see why they would say like horses, boots, fall. They just yeah. needed to take it farther. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. And here's my biggest complaint is so far, this is the third movie in the Fall Harvest lineup. We've really only had one movie that has fallen into like a seasonal, had a seasonal like overlay on it, right? And that was Roadhouse Romance. I agree. And next week's Love Strikes Twice, the previews do not give me fall feels. Not either. And this is what I'm wondering. I'm like... Because they're putting out 40 Christmas movies or whatever it is, did they just, like, kind of skip fall, you know, because all of their actors are working on Christmas content or Christmas movies, you know? Yeah, I'm—I just— 
the what I wonder is, <clears throat> you know, well, I was gonna say like there's only so much fall you can put in these movies, right? right. But they beat us over the head with it in Christmas, the eggnog and the yeah, the hot chocolate and the ugly sweaters and. You know, like you said, they're making 41 movies this year, so it would not be that hard to infuse it into six movies. I don't know the reason. I would almost, they, I almost feel like they don't need to have a category, right? Some of these movies just stand alone. Is it necessary for us to have these six weeks and call it Fall Harvest? Is, like, is that how you draw people in? I think so. By categorizing it as yeah. opposed to just having these six standalone movies. And so they're like, well... We're going to call the movies between summer and Christmas, fall harvest, but we're not going to worry too much about them actually having fall content. I know. And I don't like that. It feels like it's more marketing. Yes, Yes. exactly. It's more marketing than uh, actual. Right. I'm I'm mentally prepared for fall. Give me mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. give me something. Give me an Oktoberfest. Give me a right. I, give I want a fall festival with carnival rides and caramel apples and like, I want that. Who am I? <laughs> well, send someone trick or treating. Like, have a Halloween party even, right? Yes, yes, yes. The only other thing I wished for, and we're three for three in movies that do this. This is on a much lighter scale, but. Luke goes out on a date with Ashley and then he runs into Samantha while they're in this bar. And he and Samantha have this moment at the bar where they start to reconnect. And I liked that moment very much. I just wish it hadn't happened while he was on the date with Ashley because it's okay. I think it's okay for him to have been, oh, I'm casually seeing this person, but now I'm going to go another direction. But you don't need to go another direction while you're still actively on the date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think it would have been better if they had seen each other from afar. And then the next day he says to her, we've gone out a few times, but it's nothing serious. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why you date. You don't, you know, you figure things out. But for that moment to happen while they were on their date, I didn't love that. I agree. I think that's a really good note. All right. I'm ready for did to see that. Are you? Oh, my God, Megan, I have the biggest list. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Can I start first? Please. Because we're going to start right up top at the beginning of the movie. They are watching horse jumping competitions in a bar like they're watching a football game. (laughs) She's like, yes. And I'm like, no, they're not showing this in the side of a bar. Not happening. Right. Especially not at night. It's funny because I've mentioned before my son is in a bowling league. And when we go at 9 a.m. Saturday mornings, they always have the TVs on. And they're muted, but they're always on, like, the multiple sports channels. And 9 a.m. Saturday morning is not, like, prime live sports watching time. Sometimes Mm -hmm. during college football season, there will be a game. But it's often, like, sometimes the one-off sports. But I was thinking, I'm like, even then, we've never seen horse racing like even then they're not defaulting to horse racing so yeah that's not going to be prime saturday night espn viewing no way no way um staying up top i would like to say sam is making a living writing about personalized dinnerware (laughs) is she supposed to be in new york city i don't know but so i had many questions because we know she's a writer right away and then 
She's talking to her mom and her mom says, you know, will you come home for this competition? And she says, I can't. I have to work. And I was thinking, but you're a writer. You can write from anywhere. And then we find out she's a staff writer for this magazine. But I admit that I don't understand how staff writers work. But she's like, I have two articles that have been out. You're telling me that they're paying you a full time income for two. (laughs) My feeling is like a staff writer, they might get a feature piece. Right. But they're also like, yeah, you're going to write copy for this piece we have on like the 10 best boots of the season and the where to go apple picking in this featured location. And like, you're just like churning out content for them. In addition to your featured piece, they're not paying you at a magazine (laughs) to write one piece a month. Yeah. And she gets to take off two weeks to go to Connecticut. To go do it. Right. (laughs) Write this lifestyle piece. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Well, I asked about New York city because she she did live in like a studio apartment, mm-hmm. but I didn't know like what city she was supposed to be in. And I thought, well, that feels realistic compared to like some other movies we've seen sure. this year who have lived in New York and they have like a view of the Empire State Building. You know? right. <laughs> so I was like, OK, a writer living in a studio size apartment that feels kind of realistic. But you're right. Like sh- she there's no way she's making a living based off of macrame and whatever dinnerware <laughs> articles. Right. Right. No way. Right. She's also an Uber driver and works at Starbucks. So don't no way. Look, I follow some people who are freelance writers on Instagram and they are like churning out article after article after article every single day just to keep the lights on. So, yeah, uh, this is like the uh, the friends New York income situation happening here. Totally. Totally. Um, OK, I've been thinking about this a lot in my own life, which is weird because I don't have kids that are ready to move out yet. But when your daughter moves out of the house, either to go Mm -hmm. to college or what later in life, would you redecorate her room or would she come home to like (laughs) exactly the way she left it? Totally thought the same thing when I saw that scene. I was like, there's dolls sitting on a chair in here. Right? Um, I don't know. Part of me would be like, I would kind of keep it the same at least a bed? I, but no. Well, sure. So I think about this a lot. I don't know why. Lately, it's been on my mind. My young, my oldest is a freshman in high school, so I've got several years. But they'll always have a room in our house. But I was thinking, is his room going to have, like, every little knickknack? No. Like, I want it to feel like them. But also, if they don't live here full time, like, it's not – I don't know. I mean – I'm not going to put a pink floral bedspread in my son's room who doesn't like pink or flowers. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the question. I know you moved out to go to college and you never moved home after that, right? Yeah. Did your parents keep it, your bedroom the same? They did, actually. So I moved out my freshman year. I came home every weekend that first year. And then I never moved home after that, like Wendy said. And my room stayed the same, like with my bookshelves and everything, um, until they moved Five years later. And then I there was there were guest rooms, but there was not like this is Megan's room and this is all of her crap in here. It wasn't like yeah. that. Yeah. So that is so funny that you brought that up because I thought the same thing when I saw that scene. I was like, whoa, it's like she left when she was 18. No, she left when she was 12, you know? <laughs> it was right? felt very juvenile. Yeah. Yes. So funny. Okay, did you catch that the sisters office was inside the horse stable yes what what now 
Like it's she's got a very pretty chair and a desk and it like right to her left is the freaking where the horses are crapping in their stable. <laughs> no. I felt you, like ma'am. all of the interior sets were phoned in. Luke's little hovel that he lived uh-huh. in like his dark little <laughs> room i was like wait what is happening here i think that i was like did you spend your entire location budget on paying for the use of this farm and now you're like finding little corners in which to put all of these rooms yes i did notice that and i thought most of the interiors left a little something to be desired that's so funny well now thinking about it like anytime they showed her sitting at like the, her her desk like the scene was shot so tight yeah you're you're right they're probably like okay in this corner we're gonna have her office and then this corner is where luke lives you know (laughs) yes oh my god so there's a scene early on in the movie where sam is talking to alexandra and then all of a sudden alexandra like turns away and picks up her phone but her phone never rings Mm-hmm. And I was like, did they forget to add the sound in? Are we like, what's happening? Is she pretending to take a phone call so that Sam can go talk to Luke? It was, it was an oddly staged scene. I don't know if you noticed it. I don't think I remember that at all. I mean, yeah, she's like, oh, and then it. she picks up her phone. I'm like, wait, either she, they forgot to add the sound or she's faking a phone call. And it wasn't clear to me which. Are we to assume that her phone is on vibrate? I mean, maybe, but... I don't think that plays very well, if that's what we're supposed to assume. Exactly, exactly. Did you see that Sam, when she arrived at the bakery, was carrying a Louis Vuitton bag? (laughs) I only noticed it because you have the same damn bag, right? And this goes back to her. I do. This her... You are a writer in New York and you've got <laughs> FU bag money. <laughs> right. Right. But I was like, is that her like real life bag that they're like, hey, can you carry oh, this? Yeah. Or wardrobe has money for a Louis Vuitton bag? Or or it's fake. Or it's fake. Yeah. They're like, oh, she definitely she's from from the city. She needs you know, yeah. Like or they're trying bag. to like send the message like she's got family money. I don't know, but that's funny that you notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very interesting that the family dresses up for dinner after a long day of working with the horses. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I'd be like showered and in sweatpants at that dinner table. Right. Not full hair and makeup and a dress. They're like, no, if we're eating dinner, you come down at seven o'clock and you be prepared. Right. It's like Downton Abbey. Yeah crazy the scene where they're at the bar and they see matthew there matthew's the the other guy that works at the at the yeah, farm like the ranch hand i don't know what his job title is yeah he's playing darts and i told you i watched this with my husband my husband goes could he be any closer to the dartboard like he was literally like two steps away from it and just like shooting these darts we just cracked up okay in that same evening where they have their dressed up dinner sam then goes upstairs and she's writing but she is sitting like perched on the corner of the bench at the end of her bed legs crossed kind of like sitting sideways makes a great picture nobody writes like that like first of all maybe you're still in your dinner clothes but you're not sitting uncomfortably perched on the corner of your bench like no change out of your clothes sit on your bed get comfortable yeah Yeah, that was funny. When the scene where Sam and Luke go on their ride together. Yeah. Were those horses wearing hats? Well, I think the horses. (laughs) Are you talking about the ones that go over their ears? Yes. 
Well, yes. Most of the horses wear that throughout the movie, and I looked them up, and there's different names for them, but they're like fly bonnets, basically, and they're to keep oh, like the flies out of their ears. Out and... of their ears. Okay, that makes so much more sense, because mm-hmm. I was like, have you ever seen when like Doberman pinchers, I don't subscribe to this method, but they get their ears clipped, and then they're casted so, they, they're, so their ears remain up, right? And... That's almost like what these little hats that the horses were wearing. Yeah, because they keep their ears straight up. Yeah, right, exactly. But that makes so much sense now. That because I was like, they're not cold. It's July. So what are these hats for? And then I googled it as well, and actually then found like crocheted hats. And I was like, no, that's not that's not what I'm looking for. Horse hats. Yeah, I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. And then I came across those things too, but I didn't realize I didn't do that deep of a dive. That makes sense that they are to to for flies. Interesting. I thought it was interesting that they wore them on their ride because I could see them wearing them when they're jumping. They don't want them to have a distraction. They don't want them to get you know sidetracked by these flies and their ears flicking. But I did, knowing very little about horses, think it was interesting they wore them on their ride as well. That's all. They made the horses look very regal. I was like, is this is this medieval times? What's happening? <laughs> totally. Same scene. How terrible was the digital fall that they added? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. awful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote, am I watching Avatar? Like, it was <laughs> so weird looking. Uh-huh. Like, they had Scott Porter in, like, one third of the screen and then the other other part of the screen was like all digital like it was terrible mm-hmm. why don't do it like trees are trees we don't need like the orange brown I, I mean i don't i don't need that i'm sure there was like it was beautiful enough there that people would have just been like oh that's beautiful and then move on I agree. And I, again, I think there's other ways to add in a fall fest. Have them carving a pumpkin while they're having one of these conversations that they have. Have them baking an apple pie. Have them doing something, shopping for a caramel apple. I don't know, but there are yeah. other ways to do it other than these fake, because the leaves don't change everywhere. And I'm sure they change in Connecticut, but like the leaves don't change here and it's still fall and I could still make a California movie feel like fall. I could still be on that set and be like, here are all of the ways that you could take this movie set in California and make it feel like fall without fake orange leaves. Call me Hallmark. We, let's talk. I mean, seriously, like, I think we have so many good ideas. <laughs> okay, speaking of bad ideas. Oh, yeah. At the competition, there is loudspeaker commentary happening happening throughout the race. And it's the kind of commentary that you would hear on television, right? And the... The comp- the announcer says things like, not a great run. She's okay as long as she doesn't get in her head. She's got her work cut out for her. But these are <laughs> comments being made over the loudspeaker so that the writers themselves can hear it. Yeah, totally. And I just, it seems like the loudspeaker should be like, and next up is Sam riding right. Joey. And her time was this. Or she got X number of faults but not the commentary the writer doesn't need to hear that it's like the he's baseball like, player you're like oh he's you know can't get that fastball like the pitcher doesn't want to hear that <laughs> so you don't say that to the pitcher and so it's like you know the now batting mike trout who hasn't hit a home run in three <laughs> weeks like <laughs> it's like i thought it was odd and again i think it would have been very easy 
we know that there's not going to be like televised commentary, but you could have set someone up in a booth with a microphone and pretended like that's not the loudspeaker commentary we're hearing. Right. Yeah, that would have been a better idea. Or I was going to suggest earlier this year, there was like that skiing movie. I can't remember yeah. what it was called. Yeah, yeah. But they made it look like we were watching ESPN. Like they had like the little ticker thing at the bottom and all that right? stuff. So like we're supposed have... to believe this is a televisable event based on the beginning of the movie. Right. Exactly. And that it was like the biggest competition of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Having two people sitting like at a table with microphones as if this commentary is being played somewhere, I think would have been a better option. Agree. Prior to this, this is my very last, did you see that? When Sam takes over writing for her dad, which, how stubborn is her dad, first of all? Like, he hurts his, breaks his arm or does whatever. And he's, like, popping back on. I'm still going to ride this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> definitely dad vibes there. Um, <laughs> so when she jumps on, like, the horse for the first time and, and they're all watching her and they're, like, trying to build this tension as she's, like, going round and round and round in the ring right before her, like, first jump. But it just kept going round and round. And, round. <laughs> and like, you would see, like, their family, like, is she going to take the jump? Is she going to do it? And then finally, like, they do it and it was, like, that was lame but it just they were trying to build all this tension it was like this never-ending scene and then they had these super weird camera angles like almost if she was wearing like a gopro gopro yes (laughs) it was so weird it was bizarre bizarre a hundred percent agree okay so you said you really liked this movie what does that translate to in a rating I gave it three stars. Wow. I gave it two and a half. (laughs) I almost want to knock half a star off because of the fall situation. But I really loved Scott Porter. And this was really the first movie that I was like, oh, into the chemistry that Uh the two actors had. So three stars for me. And I really love the stuff between her and her dad. So, yeah, three stars. Awesome. Well, next week is Love Strikes Twice, which is a bit of like a second chance time travel love triangle situation. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see how they do that. Um, the previews say that she's 37 years old and she goes back in time 15 years to when she's 22. And my husband's like, we're supposed to believe she's 22 in these scenes or is like her 37 year old self reliving. Sometimes those things don't work so well. Like, it's not like Marty McFly as a high schooler going back in time (laughs) as a high schooler. So we shall see. We're going to have to suspend our uh, disbelief in that one. But that's movie four next week. I really like that actress. She was in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, Was she? Yeah, in the second season. And which, by the way, was canceled, but they are making a Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas movie. But... Yes. Wait, movie but... like for TV or for theater? <clears throat> no, it's for Roku. But what I haven't figured out is, is it only like if you don't have a Roku player, will it stream anywhere else? That I don't know. So there's a sidebar on that one. Again, don't forget to come back tomorrow for our Hallmark Countdown to Christmas preview special. If you have any thoughts about this movie or any other Hallmark movies, feel free to drop us an email at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.